Hi, and welcome to the Campfire Podcast, where I, the developer behind Compass Calendar, share how it's going and some lessons I learned along the way. Today, I'm coming to you from a rainy car, and I'm going to talk about the month of June and the refactoring mess it was, and also the developer lessons I've learned from a year of programming. So let's go. I know you've had a junk drawer in the kitchen or garage or living room somewhere where it's just a mess of a drawer and you just throw stuff in there and it's beyond fixable and you know certain things are there. You don't know where or how you're going to get them out, but they're there and they're in the junk drawer. That is essentially what's happened to the code base over the course of the last year. And I've known that, and my plan was <laughs> to fix it later, but my hand has been forced. Initially, I wanted to launch it to a smaller cohort, and while they're using it, I fix it behind the scenes and no one even knows, and I at least get it out there. But this last feature I was adding was the equivalent of adding a 50-pound dumbbell to your junk drawer and the junk drawer just crashing onto the floor and everything spilling everywhere. And so I had no choice but to take it all apart, organize everything, put it back together, and go from there. And that whole process took the whole month of June and then some. And the good news is making changes in the future will be better, easier, cleaner. Bad news is no value was delivered to anyone except myself during that month. And that's frustrating and it's led me to be more cautious with racking up technical debt. The reason it happened was obvious, and I knew it was happening. I just didn't understand how painful it would be to undo it. So I, I hired someone through an agency for two months to help me set up the project. He was a really good web developer, and I told him that I prioritize speed at this stage because he was expensive and I didn't want him to putz around and like make everything perfect. I wanted to get things going. And so I told him to just go and I will come up behind him and clean up the messy leaves in the code in future months. And that's basically what happened. But the issue was that he, it was just so overloaded with mess that it just stalled everything. And so I would have either told them to be a little more cautious or I would have started cleaning it earlier and um, instead of later. Here's the, the dev speak version of all that. I have a React app and I'm using a custom hook. And initially it was all in one custom hook. Everything about state stuff was in a custom hook and a Redux store. But it was impossible to know why every change resulted in four times rendering. Every single change resulted in the app rendering four times. And that was okay, honestly. Like it, it was not noticeable until I added the drag and drop because the drag and drop requires you calculating the dates um, upon the mouse move. And if you're doing that long enough, it's just a lot of calculations and four times of that results in bugs and issues so you would click the grid to create a new event and you'd expect the event to happen at the point you clicked it or you drag it to a certain spot but instead the event would be in a different spot because it hadn't had time to catch up uh, and render by the time you saw it so that was my life and that was the update from 
June. This next month, I'm going to be hopefully assuming no more of that BS of continuing on with adding the feature and launching it. Adding this last feature, the someday list, and launching it. With this app, the calendar app, it's been a year of full-time work, and it's just been me. So there's there's been no workplace politics. There's been no weird roadmap decisions. It's just been me and how I output and my output from the code and how much I concentrate. So I've paid really close attention to that, and I've noticed for myself a couple principles, lessons about developing that really make a big difference, and I'm going to share them here. The first is admitting to yourself whether you're about to work or not. I can sometimes fool myself into thinking I'm actually going to work when I don't deep down intend to, and then I'll get distracted and go down a rabbit hole and watch a bunch of stupid videos and then hours go by and I beat myself up for it. I feel terrible and nothing gets done and a downward spiral ensues. What I've learned to work on is when I sit down and I'm about to open up the app, I just pause and I ask myself, do I actually intend on working right now? And if I don't, then I will give myself a break, a time boxed break, or I will get up and do something else until I do feel like I'm about to work. And then everything just goes better that way. The second lesson I've learned is how to differentiate the voices in my head. Since it's just me right now, I am the investor, I'm the developer, and I'm also the project manager. And I have to decide things, and it depends what voice I listen to. Um, so the developer will usually do what is best for the code base and its cleanliness and how it reads. The investor will do what's best for him and his money. And the project manager will do what's best on the surface for making progress. And so I need to juggle both those things. And when I have a strong opinion about something, ask myself where it's coming from. A lot of the times the developer is especially greedy when he's in the middle of something and he doesn't want to give up and he just wants to keep going, but that's his or my pride getting in the way. And what would be better is to come at it from a project manager standpoint and say, all right, we've spent a lot of time on this. Let's take a break and transition to something else, which leads me to my third point, how to handle being stuck. Ever since I've started tracking my time and what I'm spending on development-wise, I've noticed that the overwhelming amount of time spent developing is either being stuck or working on getting out of being stuck. It's not developing the features. It's not writing a test. It's not doing some research. It's something's not working and I'm trying shit to figure it out. If I can admit to myself that I'm stuck earlier and then I give myself an allowance of sorts, a time allowance to try the desperate brute force stuff that just comes in my head. Like, oh, maybe I'll try this. Maybe I'll try that. Oh, that didn't work. Let me try this. These kind of things happen when code is open and I'm just desperately trying to get to work before I go to sleep. And what works out better, I found, is that I'll do that for an hour and sometimes I get lucky and it does work. But if it doesn't happen in the first hour, it's probably not going to happen in the next two or three. So I'll stop and I'll take a break or I'll work on something really easy that I can get done without wasting a lot of mental energy. And then that problem that I don't know how to solve initially kind of works its way out in the background. And then the next day, 
I'll magically sit down and it's fixed. That's where I'm going to leave it here today. That was the update and three lessons I've learned from developing the app solo for the past year. If you like these kinds of episodes, let me know by rating the show and writing a review. That makes a huge difference. It helps others find the show and it helps me know that this is a good use of my time. So thanks again for listening and have a good day.